0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Good morning, everybody, and welcome again to Riding the Wave. That's the Wave's podcast, the Wave newspaper, Rockaway's newspaper, since 1893. I'm your host, Mark Healy. I'm the managing editor for the Wave, and I'd like to welcome all of you to the program once again. Uh, and I you know, I said the last time we're going to be doing this more often, and uh, unfortunately we haven't been able to do it as much as we'd like. But, uh, of course, our main job is to get the paper out, and it's out today. Uh, and you know, the, the, the folks did a great job, you know, our art department is, is fantastic and, uh, they did a great job with this week's paper, the cover Storm Rescue, uh, and the picture, uh, by, um, I believe, um, and I don't know off the top of my head, uh, the photographer who, uh, took the picture, I should have wrote that down before the show, but I didn't, (laughs) and I believe her name is uh, Miss Newman, uh, I believe, Um, but uh, I will certainly, uh, we certainly have given her the credit in the paper, and uh, it it really is a fantastic, it really is a fantastic photo, Uh, but that's not what uh, the podcast is for today, the podcast today is to talk about St. Patrick's Day, obviously next week, March 5th is the official um, kickoff to the St. Patrick's uh, Day celebrations that uh, will happen here and there for the next couple of weeks around the city. Uh, the Rockaway Parade has always been known as the traditional kickoff for St. Patrick's Day, and it's become a, a big topic of conversation of late. And uh, on uh, on the program to talk with us about uh, St. Patrick's Day being a school holiday is Assemblyman Phil Goldfeder and he joins us on the program uh, here on Riding the Wave. Good morning Assemblyman and welcome to the program. Good morning Mark.
0: Thank you so much for having me back especially to discuss what I find is a very important topic.
1: Now obviously you know the, the rhetoric uh, has has been there for years but but what prompted you to, I guess, get on uh, this, you know, this this particular motivation? What was your motivation for pushing for a school holiday for St. Patrick's Day?
0: You know, look, New York City is one of the most diverse in the entire country. Um, you know, we have a such a such a tremendous Irish pride uh, living here in Rockaway. And the truth is, for so long, you know, families have had to suffer with, you know, having to make a choice, sending our kids to school or or having them stay home and enjoy the festivities of the day and and the culture of the day. And quite frankly, it's a choice that parents shouldn't have to make. Uh, You know, this city makes accommodations for so many. Um, You know, without getting into all of them, I mean, that's that's the beauty of this city, the the fact that we all get to celebrate each other's cultures. And here in Rockaway, we have a tremendous Irish pride. You know, um, I was very proud. I think it was in Forbes, uh, sort of did a survey or, or did the statistics. And, and Breezy Point is the most Irish community in the entire country. The most Irish community. I think uh, Boston came in close second. But, you know, we, we have a, a strong pride in this community, and it's important that uh, our families uh, are able to celebrate uh, the great culture, the, the great holiday, and, and enjoy it with their families and, and not have to worry about making that choice, whether their children are going to be penalized in school.
1: I haven't really spoken to anyone, and I've talked to a lot of people over the last couple of days when we first spoke about uh, the fact that you were going to propose this bill, um, you know, this legislation uh, to the Assembly. And, you know, I I would say that the the majority of the people I spoke to certainly are in favor, favor of it, and people from all walks of life. And one of the things that, you know, you just mentioned, and... You know, I think it's important that this, on its own, uh, you you can talk about, or promote, or agree with, or as the wave uh, did in its editorial today, support your efforts. Uh, but I think it's important that we can talk about St. Patrick's Day and and the potential for it being a school holiday on its own merits, without having to make any kind of comparison to any other. Uh, cultural or religious or national holiday that already stands. Uh, and I think that's what I think sometimes gets lost in the conversation, that that the celebration and the cultural uh, significance of St. Patrick's Day stands on its own.
0: There's no question. And, and, Mark, you know, I've known you for a bit, and you've heard me speak at community meetings, and I say this all the time, whether it's about St. Patrick's Day or, or any other issue, you never want to play the compare game, right? You don't want to. Well, they have this, or we have this. Uh, you know, we, you know, we deserve this because someone else has it, right? It's not about that. It's about about everybody having what they need, right? Every community is different. Uh, the law that I proposed, and the law that was proposed uh, first in the Senate, and, and now that I'm carrying it in the Assembly, is very very simple. Is that in areas in neighborhoods that have a high population, um, and we, you know, we, we've carved out a percentage, whatever that 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 may be. Any areas with high percentages or population of of Irish community um, would uh, would sort of would, it would create this holiday and this exemption, and that I think is important, right? Because every neighborhood should be able to should be able to celebrate their own culture, their own uh, their own diversity. And the truth is, an argument could be made that it should be citywide or it should be in every city, so others can sort of partake. But I think first and foremost is, is you know. Proud families here in Rockaway or in Broad Channel or in Howard Beach or or, or in any other uh, Irish community, uh, all across New York City and New York State, you know, parents shouldn't be forced to make that decision. You know, again, you know, our parents are are very so proud of their culture, and I think with with any culture, you know, as we as as time goes on and generations pass, sometimes, you know, parents I think are afraid that you know generations go on and on, and sometimes our kids don't appreciate you know as much as their parents did or as much as their grandparents did. And we've gotta do everything we can to maintain that culture, to hold on to that tradition because that's what makes us great. I mean, I you know, it's it's not it's not just about, you know, sort of the celebrations. I think sometimes people get lost in, well, it's just another day to, to celebrate, you know. It's not about the celebration, it's about the culture, the heritage, the pride, something that we feel so strongly about, uh here in Rockley and Breezy Point. You know, it's not just about Saint Patrick's Day either. I mean, you know, there's so many great groups out there who who continuously celebrate uh, and, and promote Irish pride. I'd have to tell you, Mike, Ben, and the entire, the entire St. Patrick's Day committee, who have done such a great job making Rockaway the preeminent location for St. Patrick's Day Parade, but also the Ancient Order of Hibernians um, right here in Rockaway. who put on festivals every year. Uh, you know, it's a day where we're having a great time, we're celebrating our culture. We need to be a little bit more sensitive in the city, and I think that this bill will go a long way to do it.
1: You know, well, obviously, um, the I guess the reason why we're talking today is that the Department of Education, for the second year in a row, uh, and, and and this was this is an important this is an important um, I think aspect of it. It's for the second year in a row, uh, and and I think it's happened um, periodically over the last five or six years. That for the second year in a row, that the Department of Education has set parent-teacher te- conferences on St. Patrick's Day so even if someone wanted to take off or someone wanted to uh take the day uh to celebrate their culture or their heritage or their religious holiday the patron uh of course st patrick is the patron saint of ireland people wouldn't be able to do that because teachers are required to be uh on hand for the parent teacher conferences and and the and the um you know the, the the Department of Education, Carmen Farina, the the, the Chancellor, has been requested not only uh, by the by the teachers union, but also the Irish Caucus of the City Council. So so they fully were fully aware uh, because there was a, a problem last year. Uh, when they did it again this year, it's almost as if you can kind of take it like they're doing it on purpose. Uh, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm not going to say that that's what they're doing, but it certainly appears as if they're like almost thumbing their nose at the Irish American, uh, you know, community of teachers and parents uh, by by scheduling it for the second year in a row um, on St. Patrick's Day, and and that kind of turned into a whole uh Peter Shorn uh a teacher uh you know I I'm not sure exactly where he, I think he's I think he teaches in Queens um you know basically made a civil rights complaint against the Department of Education and that's kind of where this whole thing uh kind of reignited this conversation and I have to say that uh that is troubling that 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 you know all these requests were made to either change the day or be aware of it you know for the next year um where do, where do you stand on this do you think that this is something that's being done intentionally
0: uh, you know you know mark you know, i hesitate to, hesitate to say that it's being done intentionally you know i i know chancellor farina and 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 a lot of the people at the department of education who who i i can't imagine would ever do something like this intentionally but you know now that it is done i'm i you know i've urged uh the chancellor and and city hall to uh to, to to try and make the change to to amend it to to, to send out a notice right away and say we're going we're going to alter the date we 're going to change it to, so uh, everybody can celebrate their culture i 'm going to take it one step farther you know i I know there have been a lot of complaints and, and everybody has sort of has sort of jumped onto the bandwagon, but I would tell teachers, I would happily tell teachers don't go into work, don't go in and do it. You send a note to your parents and let them know that if they want to meet you they can they can meet you on another day parents should not be required to come and, and meet with the teachers uh, on that specific day. And, and the teachers should stand up. Right? Our teachers, and, and you know, I say this all the time, we have such pride here in Rockaway, but you know, Rockaway is made up of, of middle class, hardworking families, mostly teachers, policemen, and firemen, and so many other people who service our, our city. So you know, I send a message to every one of uh, the teachers that, are, that, that live in this neighborhood and, and live across the city to send a message to their parents. Tell them that they don't have to come in, that they don't have to, you know, any time they want to talk about their kids, they can set up another night. The teachers don't have to wait for City Hall to respond or for the Department of Education to respond. Take matters into their own hands. This is, a, a, you know, a simple matter of Irish pride. We shouldn't have to uh, allow bureaucrats to dictate how we celebrate our heritage. I know that I, you know, I won't put up with it. I won't stand for it. And I'm asking teachers to step up and and do the right thing.
1: Now, when, you know, you first started to, I guess, think about what this would mean for you as far as, you know, uh, you know, there's always, there's great ideas. You know, people talk about, you know, sometimes uh, our city administration has great ideas, but do they have great solutions? Um, You know, well, well, here's a question for you. Um, it is a great idea to have, have St. Patrick's Day uh, as a school holiday. Um, I certainly would celebrate it. Um, I know my, my family would. I know that a lot of people who live here in Rockaway would. But as Senator Addabbo, um pointed out, it does make things complicated for the Board of Education. So... What's the solution if it let, let's say for argument's sake assemblyman that we're able to get this you know you're able to get it done we're able to vote on it or whatever um let's say it happens uh the mayor has made it clear he doesn't want to add any more school holidays so what's the solution do you think have you thought about that
0: oh you know let me you know let me tell you something and mark I'll tell you this because it's so frustrating to me it's easier to take a wrench and throw it to ruin something than to use it to build something, right? It's easy to poke holes, right? Well, how are you going to do it? And it's so easy to, to, to just say, you know, I'm going to throw my hands up. It's too hard of a problem to solve, so I'm not even going to try, right? And you've heard me say that about so many issues here in Rockaway, and I have always advocated for, for like, really, I like to think, big ideas to try and change the status quo, and yet, some of my colleagues are, you know, well, how is it going to happen? Logistically, it'd be too hard. No, it's not too hard. You know, our, our schools are run by some of the smartest people. I mean, I give so much credit and so much faith to our teachers and to our principals um, and to, to administrations here at our local schools. So I'm quite confident that tasked with a challenge as simple as honoring the pride and the tradition of the community that, that sends their kids to the school, they would find a way to make it work. You know, as I said, you know, when it comes to, you parents having the opportunity to to meet with their teachers, teachers, and do it in any single day, in any given night, in any given afternoon. Um, I think that that, that principals are, are are very smart. I you know I, again, I want to give you know the, the school administrations and our local schools so much credit. I'm confident that our principals can can sit down and, and come up with a day to make up whatever whatever curriculum is lost. So, you know, again, I you know I know people are are always, and I see it in Albany all the time. Right, it's that, you know, that legislation or that bill or that idea is too big, it's too hard, it's too complicated, so let's not even talk about it. And that's very frustrating, right? You know, you've known me to, to, to try and, and, and sort of light a fire under under some of these ideas that have been stagnant for so long. It helps that we're going to really make a big difference. And, and this is another one of those ideas where, you know, it's about time. You know, like you said, this has been talked about for a long time. It's been whispered about. It's time to take ourselves out of the shadows, right? This is... An Irish community. We're proud. We're excited. We want to celebrate. I have full confidence in our teachers and our schools that they're going to find a way to make it happen.
1: Let's. You know, that's an excellent um, segue because you talk about something that's frustrating. You're talking about something that's uh, a longstanding idea that needs to come out. Um, recently, uh, The Wave uh, wrote about um, the streetcar, uh, the Brooklyn Queens Connector. Uh, the, or, as the wave uh called it, a streetcar named de blasio, um you know, and a lot of people react to it, oh, it's such a great vision, it's such a great idea, but you know, there was also a lot of people like the Queen's Public Transit Committee uh who actually wrote a special uh letter to the editor um to talk about you know the Queens rail and the reactivation of the Long Island Railroads uh, Rockaway Beach Branch and you know you and I have discussed this on this program uh the wave has certainly covered your efforts to reactivate the line um and I really haven't spoken to you um specifically about it what was your reaction to hearing about uh the BQX as it's being uh, touted and 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 just talk about it in reference to the reactivation of of the Rockaway Beach rail
0: so you know, I would say, I would say is that uh, you know, as I just mentioned, you know, I'm not one to, to 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 throw sand on or throw dust on. Um, what is a big, exciting new idea, right? But the question is, is what where does the transportation in this city need to be added? So I I give the mayor credit for coming up with a new idea that is is you know most people would say you're crazy. Don't even get into it. But you heard me long advocate for, for restoration of the Rockwood Beach Rail Line. And while, I, you know, I commend the mayor, I think he should push forward, I think at the same time we need to be looking at the Rockwood Beach Rail Line as a cost-efficient way to give transportation to communities that don't currently have transportation. When you look at, at northwestern Queens, you know, when you look at southern Brooklyn, there are already modes of transportation that exist, right? There's already mechanisms for, for people there to commute to Manhattan, to, to to get around the borough. You know, here in uh, here in Rockaway and Howard Beach and Ozone Park um, and so many other neighborhoods, we lack the basic necessities of, of transit service that it is is mind-boggling that we are not exploring, uh, u- utilizing the old right-of-way. You know, the mayor's proposal, I think, called for, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think it was 2 or $3 billion to build it. We can, uh, and we can build the Rockway Beach Rail Line based on the Queens College study for less than a billion dollars, and it would serve hundreds of thousands of people every single day. So I, uh, um, I'm, happy to, I'm happy to report. I've had great, great conversations with the City of New York. The Department of Transportation, who has been uh, sort of focused solely on, uh, on the Woodhaven line and, and, and bus rapid transit, I met with Commissioner Trottenberg in Albany this week, and, uh, and I, I believe that she's going to come on board to support the restoration of the Rockwood Beach Rail Line. And uh, I'm quite confident that we're going to have some pretty good news in the coming weeks about finally securing some real estate dollars uh, to get our line activated. So I give the city credit for thinking out of the box. I give the mayor credit. Whether you like the idea or don't, let's let's promote new ideas and big ideas to solve problems. But I think if we're going to look at, at things like uh, uh, this new train car, we should explore the Rockwood Beach Trail Line. Remember, this is not a a theoretical, I think it could work. Up until 1962, this train line was safely uh, transporting Rockaway residents to midtown Manhattan in 42 minutes. Now, our population here in Rockaway has almost doubled since that time. It's about, you know, it's it's about time that we look look to reactivate this line. And, you know, look, in the last three years, people have called me crazy, right? You know, much like so many things. It's too big of an idea. It's going to cost too much money. It would take too much time. If we don't think about these ideas now, it's going to be too late. You know, if we wake up in 20 years from now and say, "Ooh, we should focus on transportation," it's going to be way too late. So I'm going to keep pushing. We've made a lot of progress in the last three or four years. You know, I want to thank you know the Queens Public Transit Committee as you mentioned has sort of been a vocal advocate. Uh, you've heard me say this a lot. We can't do anything alone in government, right? You need strong community advocates, you need strong uh, uh, community partners to help, help give you that strong voice, and Phil McManus and, and everybody on the board uh, of the Queens Public Transit Committee has done a great job, plus the many civic leaders uh, throughout Rockaway and all of Southern Queens, from Woodhaven to Rockaway, have really been very vocal about this. And just one more thing, uh, because I, I know people sometimes take the, the Rockaway Beach Rail line and say, well, that's just about Rockaway, so, so why do we all have to fight for it, or why should we make that investment? The answer is, number one, it's not just about Rockaway. It's about the entire borough of Queens. It's about bringing a a north-south corridor and making every neighborhood connect, number one. Number two is for Manhattan residents, it will provide them access to our beautiful beaches, but also to JFK Airport, which they currently uh, don't have great access to. And and this would just be another transit alternative that we so desperately need. But I I would be remiss if if I didn't mention that while we fight for these big ideas, and I said this to, to, to the Commissioner Trottenberg from the Department of Transportation, we should be pushing big ideas. We can't forget our bread and butter, right? We can't forget that the A-train needs work. We can't forget that our bus services needs work. We can't forget that we need to invest in, uh, in, in more express bus service. And, of course, as all Rockway residents know, we cannot forget about bringing back our ferry. We have got to do everything we can to increase all our transportation services while trying to find new ones.
1: One of the challenging things about having you on the program, uh, Assemblyman, is that you like to speak yeah. as much as I do, so it's <laughs> it's it's always a challenge to get everything in, but you managed to do that. Uh, I will point yeah. out one thing. A, it wasn't the mayor's idea, so let's not give him too much credit. Uh, someone brought <laughs> him the idea and he did, he did a thumbs up, so uh, <laughs> I'll just make that minor correction. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, but you know, just not so just, so just to I it. but just to agree with everything you just said, um, you know whether or not whether or not uh, you know there are people who are listening right now, you know whether they agree. Um, here's the situation: the plan for the city is to bring a lot more affordable housing into Rockaway, and you know we're told that the affordable housing is going to be for working families, which we think is awesome. So what better way to support that initiative and to support that growth by creating uh, and reactivating a critical, what I think, uh, and you think, and and a lot of people who support this idea, uh, this critical idea of reactivating, uh, you, know, the, you know the Rockaway Beach rail line, or Queens Rail, as it's been as it's been dubbed. Uh, what better way to support those initiatives and get on board with those initiatives than making sure that that infrastructure is in place when these developments are being built, or when they are finished, that this is this is finished as well, or at least at least well on its way to being finished. You
0: know, look, we like I said, you know, there's there's you know, I, and you've heard me talk about about the, the need for housing and, and appropriate housing, but like you know, here's the thing: we've got to build appropriately, right? And that's the key word. There's no question that we need affordable housing. That we need, uh, you know, again, sort of communities that are diverse and and areas the neighborhoods that are diverse. And so, you know, we personify that here in, in Rockwood, But you can't you can't build new and additional houses. You can't bring more and more people when the people who are currently here don't have the services they need and they deserve. And so I think, I think you know, we need to make sure that we're front-loading the infrastructure, right? Let's make sure that our sewers can handle the rain and the infrastructure right now, right? Last week, two weeks ago, how much, how much flooding did we see across Rockaway? If I said to you the answer to that flooding is not to build more density and, and put more houses and pave over more grass, right? We've got to prepare our infrastructure now uh, before we think about bringing more and more and more people out here. Rockaway is growing. The neighborhood is is growing. It's fantastic. We want that growth, especially after what we saw during Sandy, but we've got to make those transportation investments, those infrastructure investments before we talk about, oh, let's bring more and more and more people. And I think that's important.
1: Well, Assemblyman, I know you have a very busy day ahead of you. I certainly uh, want to thank you for coming on the program and making time to talk about these issues. And, uh, you know, certainly, um, you know, when when you go about your when you go about your business, I think that everyone in Rockaway uh, is confident that you have their best interests in mind. So have a have a wonderful day and and, a, and once again, thank you for spending the time with us on Riding the Wave.
0: Oh, it's my pleasure, and to everybody listening, make sure you have a, a happy, a safe, and enjoyable St. Patrick's Day.
1: All right, that's uh, once again uh, Assemblyman Phil Goldfetter who joined us. Uh, on the program today to talk about not only his initiative for the St. Patrick's Day school holiday, but of course the reactivation of the Rockaway Beach Line. Uh, I do want to mention, as I mentioned in the top of the broadcast, uh, Nancy Herman uh, was the photographer who took that wonderful picture for our front page today. She did a great job, and I apologize for not remembering it, it before. But certainly a, uh, a wonderful picture and uh, one of the best covers I think we've ever done. So get out and it's on newsstands now. Um, your local newsstand will have the way for just 50 cents a week. Uh, most comprehensive coverage of Rockaway and, of course, we've been Rockaway's newspaper since 1893. There's a lot of great stuff uh, in this week's paper. Um, Elizabeth Holzer did a great job uh, talking to some surfers about uh, a lot of the... Um, a lot of the things that we talked about this week about surfing beaches and beach access that's always been a huge issue here in Rockaway and and as Rockaway gets more and more popular uh, as we saw last summer uh, it's only going to be there's only going to be more people you know here this summer you know and and especially now that the boardwalk is almost finished and it looks great and you know i i we took a walk the other day um uh monday as a matter of fact and it was cold but it was sunny it was beautiful and you know if it's sunny and beautiful on a on a monday in february just think about how many people are going to want to be part of of rockaway beach this summer so uh thinking about that we really need to start making sure that we're we're creating an environment that everyone Uh, it that that is accessible to everyone so uh, check out Elizabeth's store we also have a lot of great you know coverage of some of the meetings that we've had this week and you know there's another interesting uh, piece in here uh, this week as well about uh, the ferry Uh, Daniel Offner, one of our new freelancers uh, covered the ferry meeting and certainly once was some very interesting topics that were brought up uh, and I think that the um the rumor that came out uh, last Friday about a hornblower um uh, being the um you know quote unquote uh you know operator for the ferry you know from San francisco, a lot of different um opinions have come out on that, so definitely check out uh that story um because I think it, it raises a lot of questions and I, I think that the more informed we are. About all the different issues that are facing ferry service, the better we will uh, be prepared to, you know, challenge the city and challenge the EDC on the, you know, on the different aspects. You know, obviously we want ferry service now. We want it tomorrow. You know, there's nothing and, – and, and, and full disclosure, I want the ferry because if I have a meeting in the city, if I have to go meet with a city councilman, I'd much rather take the ferry there. <laughs> yeah, i got to be honest. I hate driving in the city, and I know everybody out there that are listening hates driving in the city. And let's be honest. The A-Train stinks. It stinks. They need to fix it. And, and until that happens, I, I think the ferry is, is one of the greatest ways to, to commute to the city. And what better way to bring – Bring people from the city here to Rockaway Beach. So obviously the ferry is a big issue. Surfing is a big issue. And of course St. Patrick's Day is a big issue. So thanks again for joining us on Riding the Wave. I'm Mark Healy, the managing editor of the Wave newspaper, uh, which is on newsstands now, uh fifty cents. Uh, a great, great cover story and uh, a lot of great stuff for you out there this week. Thanks again for joining us on Riding the Wave. We will talk to you soon. Have a great day, everybody, and enjoy the weekend.